Hey guys, it's Mandy and I am so happy to be talking to you today. I am sitting here in beautiful Connecticut and right in front of me is a red cardinal. It's sitting in a tree completely still right in front of me. So I am sitting here so happy staring at the red cardinal (laughs) and going to share with you something that is going to help you in an incredible area of your life because if you're anything like me, There are times in your life where you struggle with not knowing, what does God want me to do? What does God want me to do in this situation or with this relationship? Or what does God want me to do with my life or with my time? Where's the best place for me to be putting my time, my energy? How do I address this situation? And so that's a big question. Um, And of course, um, I'm only going to speak for a few minutes, but I want to give you a key to help you. So I'm going to go to John 13. I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to tell you about it. You can read it for context. But Jesus is about to go to the cross. And by the way, as I'm sharing this with you, I'm feeling very dizzy because I'm spinning on my chair and I'm realizing that I should not be spinning (laughs) while I'm talking to you and watching this red cardinal just sit very still in front of me. So I'm stopping my spinning on my chair and I'm going to tell you what Jesus says that is going to help all of us to understand what we are supposed to do in difficult situations and how easy it is. Sometimes we think it's so hard. So here we go. So in the story, Jesus tells his disciples, hey guys, I'm going somewhere in a little while. Unfortunately, you can't come there. He says, I'm going somewhere and you can't come. Now he's talking about going to the cross and his disciples, of course, have no idea that the man that they love, that Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, is actually going to die because they think he's going to be crowned the King of Israel and they are going to be serving him and helping him in this beautiful kingdom when everybody recognizes all the Pharisees and all the haters, they're all going to recognize that Jesus is the Messiah and everything's going to be okay. They don't realize that that is not going to happen. At that moment, but Jesus is actually going to die. So Jesus is saying, hey guys, I'm going somewhere. He's preparing them because he's about to die the next day. So he says, guys, I'm going somewhere and you can't come with me. And they say, what, what? They, they can't understand. And then he says, you know what? In a little while, you will, you will follow me. But right now, you can't come with me. So Thomas, who does not understand, says, Jesus How can we follow you there if you don't tell us where you're going? Like, we don't know how to get there if you don't tell us how to go there. And that is like us so many times in our life. We're like, God, I want to follow you. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to do what you want me to do in this situation. But how do I know how to get there? What's my next step? And of course, then Jesus says these words that are famous, and we don't understand the context. They're great words. But today we're going for the context. But he says these words to them. He says, Thomas, I am the way. Because Thomas is like, how am I going to know the way? What's the next step forward? And Jesus is like, I am the way. I'm the next step forward. Because he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so what he's saying to them is, listen, you don't know how to, you don't need to know how to get to where I'm going. But if you know me, I am going to show you how to get there. Just by knowing me, you have the treasure map. Right there is peace. Right there is rest, is knowing, okay, Lord, 
I have the treasure map. Okay, that's step number one to understand, you know what? We have the treasure map. We know Jesus. And when we know Jesus, we know the way. Wow. Okay, that sounds amazing, but maybe not super practical. So how do we put that into practical? Well, first of all, before we can even tell you the practical, the reason I told you that is because if you do not live in a place of peace, if we do not understand that we can rest is our portion in a rest and a ceasing from turmoil, we will be striving to create our own way and not understand that Jesus is the way and in him we are going to know exactly what to do. Now, he did not say, I am the way, do nothing. He said, I am the way. Right, follow me. You're going to know how to follow me. You're going to know how to go. You know, you're going to know what the next step is. And so take heart, number one, you are going to know. God is not going to keep this as a mystery from you. You are going to know what the next step is. And I'm going to give you a few practicals from my personal experience, what the step is and how to help. Well, first of all, has God told you to do anything? Now, I know I'm speaking to people from all different situations, and uh, this could be in a relational situation. It could be like, what am I supposed to do with my life? (laughs) I'm just going to take one of those examples, and you put it to your situation, okay? So maybe like, I don't know what to do with my life. I have no idea what to do with my life. Who should I marry? (laughs) Should I get married? What should I do? Should I go on that dating site? As I'm saying this, I am seeing that beautiful red cardinal that I told you about. And now his little spouse, who's actually much smaller than her, I never realized that the female cardinal was smaller than the red one, has joined him. And it's actually the sweetest thing. And I wish that this was on video because then I would turn my camera around so you could see what I'm watching as I share this with you. But um, whatever the question is, God, what should I do? Here is the first thing. Has God actually told you something? He doesn't always. He doesn't always give us an instruction about something, right? But sometimes he does. So I'm going to take the situation of my life, my year, 2022 for Mandy, right? I have so many ideas and so many things I want to do in 2022. And so for me, that could be a big problem because I don't have time to do everything I want to do because I want to do a lot of things. I want to see a lot of changes. I, wanna, I have so much vision, right? So much vision. I don't know if you've, any of you struggle with having so much vision, so many ideas. All right. The struggle is real. <laughs> if you're anything like me, the struggle can be real. Well, whatever it is, what has God told you to do? Now, if God has not told you anything specific, Skip over this step, all right? But if he has told you something very specific, write it down. He actually, I thought he told me many things to do this year. But when I got really specific, I realized he really only told me to do four things. Now, I'm not talking about things like love your husband, look after your body, you know, be a good person. I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about specific action items. He told me four things to do this year. One of them is a big thing that's going to take years. One of them is a thing that he wants me to continue and pursue. One of them is something very small that he wants me to do today, but he specifically told me and I haven't done it for two years. (laughs) 
He told me two years ago, and I thought, okay, you're going to tell me the right time. And he basically said, do it today. So that's interesting. It's a small thing, but he wants me to do it. And then there's another thing he wants me to continue to do that I kind of left. And those are the four things he told me. And I just want to tell you that just so that you kind of get an idea. So I wrote those four things down, put them in a block. And then around those things, I put things that I think he wants me to do, but I'm not sure the timing. I know they're, they're from him, but I'm not sure where they fit. But I know those four things are now words. So I put them in a block. Now, if you have no now words or you, you don't have any specific instructions on what God has told you to do, you may want to think about what did God tell you to do? What was the last thing he told you to do? And have you done that? If he told you last year, I want you to start writing a book and finish it, and you did that, then okay, you've done that. But if he told you last year, I want you to start writing a book and you still haven't done that, and you're not hearing anything else, well, he probably hasn't changed his mind. He's probably waiting for you. So I would say go back to the last thing he told you, unless you have obeyed him, right? Unless you did that, because seasons change, and then things change. But if you haven't obeyed him, and he hasn't told you anything, he might be asking you to do what he told you in the last season, but you haven't stepped into it. And God is very patient. Just like that one thing I said for two years, about two years he's been telling me to do something. And I keep thinking, "Mm, I don't know if it's the right time. I'm kind of procrastinating. God clearly told me yesterday and I woke up today and he said, today you're going to do it. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) today I'm going to do it. I'm going to step into that. So I'm excited to do that. But you take those four things, you, you may have 10 things. I would say that God doesn't normally give you 10 things. I mean, he can, so I'm not going to put that, I don't want to put it in your box. But usually he gives us actionable, you know, things to step into that are now things. So you put those in a box. I put them in a box. And then around those things, put the things that I'm not too sure of, you know, kind of thinking about, oh, does he want me to still do this? Am I supposed to do this now? Am I supposed to put my time into this? Kind of got some question marks, put them around the box. Now, what you're going to do is those things that are in your box, he's asked you to do. So I'm going to encourage you to start doing them. Start putting those wheels into motion. If there are things I want you to continue with, if he says, I want you to continue something, continue it. It does not always mean that everything he tells us to do, we have to do and finish and have a goal timeline. Sometimes they are. And so there are some things, I'm going to tell you this, on one thing on my list, he's told me to start, but he's clearly told me that it's a long, it's going to be a long journey. And that the timeline's not in place. I don't have to put a timeline in place, but I need to start and it's a window time. So I'm, I'm not going to delay it, but I'm also not going to um, speed through something that he said, I just want you to get the wheels in motion. So understand the timing on what the things he's told me. The other thing that he told me is already in motion, but he said, I want you to keep building that and continue with the motion of that, the momentum, because it's gaining momentum, keep, you know, keep moving in that. The other thing, as I said, was a first time thing. So I'm going to start doing that tonight. And then the, um, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a long term thing. So I know that the, he wants me to start and finish it tonight. He wants me, to, it's one thing he wants me to do. And then the other thing is something I have been doing. 
Um, but I kind of procrastinate, which is writing my book. I procrastinate because I, I get bored. I get not bored. I get um, lazy. <laughs> I get lazy, and I get uh, sometimes I have a writer's block, and so I just and then because I feel fried, I don't want to touch it again. And the Lord keeps saying, "Just remember, I want you to keep moving with that," because I do have a deadline on my book. I set a deadline. And there's some people that are waiting for these deadlines for the book. So I said it and I have to have to step into that. So there are deadlines on some of these things. But my mistake has often been when God asks me to do things, I start panicking, start trying to fit everything in, and I overdo everything. And I don't understand that there's a timing and there's a rhythm in life that he wants us to adopt. So when he asks us to do things, he's not saying, okay, I'm about to start a race and you start now, go for it. And then we huff and we puff and we, and he's like, I'm not in that. I asked you to start it. Some things have a timeline, but some things don't, right? But I want you to live in the good rhythm, healthy rhythm of life. Now, that's my next thing I want to talk about. Those things around the box, right? I have a few things around the box that I'm not too sure of. I know there's things that I'm supposed to do, like paint. That's a, always, I know there are certain things that God says you always do them unless I tell you not to. One of them for me is painting. I need to paint. The Lord has asked me to paint. I love painting. It's not like he said, paint, Mandy, and I'm like, oh, dear. No, he's saying, I love your painting, Mandy. I want you to paint, and I want you to enjoy painting. This is part of your pleasure in life, and I want you to make time for it, even if other people don't understand that. You make time for the painting because that's something I've given you. It's a gift. So I paint for fun, for pleasure. And God's told me that's one of the things. That's just one of my life things. In the same, in the same way, um, I help to take care of my parents. And that is it's just a life thing. And I love to do that. And it's not something that now I, I obey. It's like, yes, of course, it, it is something that he, he's asked me to do. But it's it's just part of healthy living, part of, the, part of the rhythm of my life. Trying to health, eat healthily, it's part of the rhythm of my life. Um, and then there's other things, obviously. But all of those things, I'm not going to neglect them um, when God asks me to do certain things. I am going to include them in the rhythm of my life. And there are times where God says, I want you to pull back on something that is a normal rhythm. But generally, generally speaking, it's very important for you to know that we need to look after ourselves and live whole, healthy lives. Because if we don't live whole, healthy lives, and whatever that looks like, and besides looking after ourselves, it may be that you're taking care of other people. You have other people that you're discipling or mentoring or looking after, or whatever that is. Those things are important, or you're feeding your, your family, or you're cooking for them, or you're doing healthy things for them, or whatever it is, or you're spending time with your kids, or you're going on date nights, all those things. Very important for keeping healthy rhythm. We're not supposed to let those go when God says, oh, I want you to do this project. Okay, let's just throw everything else out the window, because God has given you the projects, and has asked you to do things because he trusts you. And because he knows, oh, you know how to live in a healthy rhythm. I want you to include your healthy rhythm with these things. So I wanted to just share that with you guys because I know that God has great things. <laughs> this is a, a building year for the body of Christ, building decade we're building in the kingdom. And uh, if you're not a believer, um, Jesus is the way. <laughs> He's going to help you to know what your way is in your life.
And that's the cool thing is that sometimes we're like, I don't know the way. And he's like, I am the way. I am the way. So settle your spirit in that. Take heart. He's going to help you to find out what it is he wants you to do. And you know, if it's a relational issue, whatever it is, a lot of times he gives us one step, one obedience item. You know, I'll just close off with this really cool story I heard about, and I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry, because I wish I remembered his name, but um, I actually heard uh, an interview on Sean Baltz. Um, Sean Baltz interviewed this man very recently, um, in February, I think, February 2022. So you can go look it up on Sean Baltz's podcast. But I love the story that this man shared, because um, in 2019, God said to him one thing. Um, I hope I'm not misquoting, but you can go listen to the interview if I am. Uh, one thing, and he basically said, I want you to every single day, I want you to post on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. I think it was YouTube on YouTube. Just a quick teaching on how to read your Bible. That's all. That's all I want you to do. (laughs) Every single day. That was it. That was like, okay. And it took him 45 minutes. It was quite a big deal of his day. Every day. I think he said he did it five days a week. I can't remember. And so this guy started doing that. Well, the Lord... Um, put him on a platform. He overnight became, almost overnight, um, just people really started receiving and learning from him. And he eventually got onto TikTok. Now this, I think is all in one year. This is, we're now talking 2022. He's got like, I don't know, millions of followers, I think. If, I, if I'm saying, I, I think I remember the number 3 million or something, the people that follow him on TikTok. So these are young, younger folk learning how to read their Bible and he's teaching them. Now, he just did one small thing. Now, when I, read, when I hear something like that, this is what I hear. That's an impossible thing to do. You can't create that for yourself, what that man did. But God was showing him what I can do in your life through small acts of obedience is so much more powerful than what you can do with every bit of strength that you have. Now, I am a huge strategizer, guys. I believe in strategy. I love business. I love leadership. I love all the strategic thinking. Guys, I'm into that stuff. But I just want to tell you, from someone who is an absolute geek in all of that, I am going to tell you that it means nothing if God has not breathed on it. Now, that does not say that I'm not to strategize unless God says strategize. No, because strategizing is one of the normal rhythms of life and of my life personally. So if God doesn't say to me, Mandy, I want you to do podcasts, but I have a desire to do podcasts. You know what? I've got a lot of wiggle room because I'm living in the rhythm of God where I can try to do podcasts and that's going to be fun and amazing. And maybe God will breathe on it. I I do. Actually, the Lord did ask me to start doing podcasts, but that was just one example. Like this is not to say I can only do things that God has told me to do. Not at all. I'm just encouraging you to do the big things that God has asked you to do. Like this young man literally started doing these short little things on uh, TikTok. And he became, you know, overnight, 
um, a teacher, a Bible teacher of Gen Z generation. Incredible. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a normal life. He's actually a pastor in a church. I'm sure he's got tons of other responsibilities and he strategizes, he does other things, he tries, he fails. But he did the thing that God asked him to do. And so a lot of times, and and hear me in this before I close, God may not give you a strategy. He may not give you an assignment, but you feel to do something. And you're like, I don't know if that's God. He hasn't said it to me clearly. I'm going to encourage you to step into the thing that you feel to do. Because I cannot begin to tell you the times in my life where I have not been sure, is this God, isn't this God? But I'm feeling it. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to try it. And if I fail, if it doesn't work, it's okay because, you know what? I can't fail with the Father. He's my Father. He is going to love me, and I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing you offer in your life to God as a sacrifice, even if it's completely out of whack, you made a mistake, like you wasted a ton of time, whatever it is, without a reward. He rewards us because he's good. He is so good. The woman brought perfume. She broke it over Jesus' feet. Man, he rewarded her. <laughs> he re- Listen, it's impossible to do something and sacrifice something and not be rewarded. That doesn't mean we go sacrificing stuff, like, oh, I need a reward. But guys, take courage. Like, just go for it. Go for it. Do whatever you feel the Lord's telling you to do. If you don't, you don't know what he's telling you to do, do what you feel you're supposed to do. Do what you want to do. Do what the desire is ticking in your heart. Do it. Do it. And if it's not the Lord, he's going to show you. And he's going to love you. And he's even going to reward you because he's so good. But if it is the Lord, Wow. Isn't that a story? And I want to close with one thing, and I've probably said this three times I'm going to close, but I think, really think this is the last thing I want to close with. There are so many things, God things, that have been breathed into the earth and that have been built by humans, God things, that the human who did it did not know that it was God, but they were doing it because they wanted to do it. And they knew that God loved them and smiled on them, no matter what they did. So I encourage you with that. I encourage you, guys, you are God's beloved. He just loves you. And he loves it when you begin with your hands to build something, whether it's a relationship, whether it's something, (laughs) a business, a ministry, uh, whether it's your education, whatever it is, your children, your family. You use your hands to build. God loves it. He's building through you. Guys, have the best day. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. Please rate it. Please review it on your platform. And have the best day. Bye.